Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. All right, so in this episode of Too Fit to Be Tied, I don't know if we should call this part three of, of the Constance journey. I Maybe feel not. like people you, are... you would like it if you had three parts and I only had two. <laughs> You'd be like, I have, I have three parts. That's how interesting I That's, am. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, but I, I, think, I guess I had some more questions about, um, you know, talking about kids. Because you talked about um, in your part one and part two of your journey, we talked about your, your grandparents and the effect you know, they, they had on your parents and, you know, on your parents' upbringing. Mm-hmm. And then my thought was, how does uh, the way your parents raised you affect the way you raise your kids? Mm. And, 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 I, and I think there's two, to me, there's two ways to look at it. Yeah, I see some people who go, okay, that is normal. That's what I'm going to do. And then you get on the flip side, people who go, I know that's not normal. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to be better. Okay. That's a good question. That's I a like good that. question. That's a good question. Okay. All right. You ready for the answer? Yeah. Is it, How did it, it affect my own parenting is what you're asking. Yeah. Are you going to tell us? I'm going to tell you. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hold your seat. It's, okay. Here we go. All right. All right. Um, I actually believe, and I know you probably think I'm going to say one thing, but I actually think that You don't I, know what I'm thinking. I know what you're thinking. Okay. Okay. I'm. A, you okay. think I'm going to say that? Well, first of all, if okay. I didn't. I, okay. Okay. <laughs> do your answer, and then. Okay. Then you is, tell me what, if okay. I was right. And then we bet a bottle of bourbon on this. Deal. Oh no! You know. Okay. <laughs> you drank half my bourbon. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I believe that if it were not for my parents, and I have learned again through many amounts of therapy, lots of dollars of therapy, that. I have had to actually be grateful in a sort of way, twisted way, that for my parents, because I would never be the mother I am today if it weren't for them. Okay. They have taught me a lot about what, what not to do, but I have adopted some of their, you know, some of their parenting, I guess, mm, ideas in my own way. If that makes sense. Okay, so first tell us the things that you did not adopt, and then tell us the things that you adopted from okay. from your parents. Well, I mean, I obviously am into a lot of self-help, hence us putting out a self-help type podcast, right? Yeah. I read a lot of books. Um, I This is the ultimate self-help. because this is it's the your, ultimate. Because right? you listen to this to help yourself, right? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> you go, oh, I'm right. I'm so helping myself. I'm healing. Through my own work. Um, So I have learned that kids are different. Obviously, now that I've had Mm -hmm. two, it's it's actually way more eye-opening because, you know, I only knew one way for so long, and that was with my daughter. But kids have a love language, just like um, everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. but they want to be loved in certain ways. And so my daughter and my son are both very different, and I have had to adapt um, 
in order to try to show them love, you know, and that might not be the way that I want to be loved. So I have not, I've tried to figure out what their love languages are and I try to adapt my love to try to show them love in their own language, so to speak. So that's number one. Okay. My parents didn't give a shit about that, you know? And and I don't know if we need to uh, explain this, but the love language, there's a book called The Five Love Languages and you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. So there are five, supposed five love languages and this can go for you know, relationships, you could go for, um, you know, parent and child relationships yeah. as well. Yeah. Any um, relationship. Any is, relationship. Yeah. You know, I mean, even work when you yeah. think about it, you know, so it's gifts, giving gifts, it's physical touch, it's words of affirmation. Um, acts of service. Acts of service and quality time. Yeah. So, for example, if you have a staff of people and you're constantly just giving them gifts, you know, that may not be what they want. They might want quality time. They may want outings and or, such. or words of affirmation. You did a Correct. great job. Correct. So I think that in that certain situation, everybody's a little bit different, right? And mm-hmm. so my daughter and my son are a little different. And so I have fa- tried to find what appeals to them and what speaks to them. And I have kicked because I care, you know, and I mm-hmm. want to love that. I want them to feel loved. It's something I never felt. I really never felt truly heard or seen or loved. And I want my kids to feel that way. The other thing I do is when I'm angry with them or upset or they do something to, quote, unquote, disappoint me, I I do use the word disappoint. You disappointed me. Mm -hmm. But I always am very, very clear. And I do this in my relationships, too. Mm -hmm. I still, you know, love you. I still um, feel nothing has changed in terms of the way that I feel about you. I am just disappointed. In this action that you— In this that you did. And I I think that— my communication has been so um, stellar because I've had such horrible communication uh, in terms of the way that my parents communicated with me. And so but, I— so, Okay, so we were supposed to start with the things that you did not do. Oh, That sorry. you learned from okay, your— sorry. I mean, continue I now. So I mean, I, it's just clear yeah. to me that you don't listen to me. And that's— <laughs> you're, my, I'm interviewing my, my yeah, my, I know. My love language is oh listening to the things that I say. Oh my God. <laughs> so I don't, okay. okay, what I also don't. No, no, continue where you okay, are and, right, then, we'll, and right. then we'll go so, the, the other. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that I do because I didn't have. So I guess it's kind of hard for me. I mean, I don't, I don't push my kids down the stairs. I don't physically, That's I don't good. use physical harm. I don't think it's necessary. I know mm-hmm. some people, you know, still spank their kids. I don't do that. It's not necessary. My kids don't need that. I don't know if that's you know, a personality thing, or I just, I mean, I punish them through, like, taking things away from them, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, mind you, my daughter's 21, so I'm still talking as if she was, like, you know, now, a child. Now, she, you don't, I don't have punish. to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. She's, now I don't have to you know, do that. Um, successful so, business person yes, yeah, living yeah, on her yeah, own, exactly. which is which is a nod to you. Thank that you. That she's that young. I mean, a lot of people are, you know. I raised, I really did raise an amazing daughter, and I... I honestly believe that it was because I gave her everything that I felt I never had. And but I also was very don't get me wrong, there's a there is a fine line between giving 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 mm-hmm. and also I demanded respect just like my parents did. I demanded um obedience just like my parents did. I mean mm-hmm. I was I'm I'm a strict parent. I really am. I'm a very strict parent and I have very high expectations of my children. And that I probably got from my parents. Okay. Um, 
I expect them to behave a certain way. And when we're in public, like you can be a kid and you can joke around and you can have an opinion and you can speak. Okay. A little mm-hmm. different than what my parents did. But you can't be disrespectful and destroy property. But your feet don't go on someone's fucking furniture <laughs> like a effing animal. Okay. And you can't, <laughs> you can't be, you know, running around like an asshole. Like, no, yeah. no, no. Like, okay. so the rules in my house are A, you can't be an asshole. Yeah. And B, you have to be kind and respectful to other people and their property. And that's just pretty much the rules, you know? Okay. And and so, but interestingly, though, these rules are applicable to life. They are applicable Right? To I life. mean, so, I mean, imagine your kid goes to somebody else's house and he starts jumping around on their furniture. <laughs> He's not getting invited back. He's not coming back to my house. Right. It's like you, you know, let that kid jump on your furniture. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're respectful. You know, you can't. Those things are applicable to life. And so, like, I would get, um, you know, of course, this was years ago. It's not how they do things. Now, I got spankings as a kid. And my mother and father would, I, I can't remember exactly what they said, but paraphrasing, it was something like, if I don't discipline you, the world will. Yes, you know, so if I just go, oh, that's just how he expresses himself, and then you go out in the world, especially where I grew up, you're going to end up dead or in jail, or somebody's yeah. going to beat the shit out of you, or or you can't get along with your coworkers, yeah, or you can't get along with people at school. There's like uh, there's social no, skills. If there's no authority at home, how in the hell can you hold a job? Right. You, you know what I mean? Or how can you go away to school and abide by rules? I do not understand the whole like, you know. Kids have a kids have a choice. Kids have a voice. I do believe in in some instances you have a choice. You mm-hmm. can make a good decision or a bad decision, mm-hmm. and there are, you know, rewards for the good decision. There are repercussions for the bad. Um, I never. I'm also. I don't ever say like you're a good boy or you're a bad boy or a good girl. I never have used that terminology, uh-huh. which is something my parents did. You are, in my mind, you're a good person, mm-hmm. but you make bad decisions. Yeah. Or bad choices, and you make good decisions and good choices. And that's yeah. how it is. And I, st- I always, you know, I still love you no matter what, yeah. even if you did something that I would consider wrong. I did not agree with that action. You did a bad thing. You're not bad. Correct. Th- those are two entirely different things. Correct. Like, th- you know, you did a bad thing. I can correct that. You're bad is, is, <laughs> is devastating. It is very devastating. Okay, so we talked about... Um, the things that you took from your parents and the things that you, and the things you didn't take from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did it in the wrong order because you, you didn't listen. To me. So what, how are you similar and how are you different from like the, I guess the current norm. thinking on okay. the current norm? Yes. So I think a lot of times people say kids will be kids. Oh, they're just kids. I've never once used, I've never said that in my life. And you'll never hear me say that about my mm-hmm. kids. Kids, like, there's no excuse for being an asshole, you know? Yeah. Oh, John, I had a kid, okay? I had a kid come to my house, literally jumping off my counter onto the floor. And I was like, uh, excuse me. Let's call him Johnny, okay? Okay. Excuse me, Johnny, uh, do you do that in your house? And he's like, yeah. I go, well, let me explain something. We don't do that in my house. There are rules here. And Luca, my son, is staring at me like, holy shit. She, she's going to commit murder. Like, she's definitely—he <laughs> was so scared. 
Like he was scared for this kid. He was scared for the kid. He was scared that like he was like I, I tried to tell him. I tried to control him. I'm like eh, it's okay, but I'm like we don't do that and we don't act like an animal. Just because you're a kid doesn't yeah. mean you're an animal. Yeah. Okay. So behave. Did you say like animal nor- or did you say fucking animal? No, I did not. I didn't okay. want the parents to come back and say anything. I was. What, very, what are they going to say? They let the kid jump. Well, off that's couch. true. Your kid is a fucking animal. <laughs> you're mad I said fuck, but your kid's jumping off countertops. They're like, they're like I yeah. should have. Um, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. But that is no excuse. And I guarantee you, most parents would be like, well, kids will be kids. No, kids are, cannot, that's not a kid thing. I was a oh. kid. I never jumped off a countertop. You know yeah. I mean? You were a kid. I highly doubt you ever jumped off some person's countertop. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, God, no. You, I mean, you, you knew, you knew when it. you got there, you knew to somebody's house, you knew exactly how you were supposed to, you know, behave. So I believe my parents had a very much, they were very much the same. And I mm-hmm. have the same thing. You're a kid. And yes, you might, you know, you might find things funny that, you know, most adults won't. And you have a, you have the opportunity to act like a kid and play mm-hmm. fun games. And, you know, I mean, I expect kids to also kind of disagree with other kids and have little disagreements because they, they aren't mature enough to know how to oh, handle that, you know, yeah. or you lose a game and, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of get sad. I mean, but you don't act like an asshole, yeah. you know? And I, I am very much, that is like my motto as a parent. You are not an, we don't act like assholes. And so I believe that I took that from my parents. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But I will tell you from my track record, my daughter is a very respectful girl with a good heart. And she thinks that we're, she actually has said, like, you're my best friend. And that yeah. is the Biggest compliment you can ever receive as a parent is if your child thinks that you're actually their best friend. Now, mm-hmm. she also thinks I could be a psychotic lunatic mm-hmm. because she's seen me in action, you know. Well, you know, I when think. I've had to discipline her and stuff in terms of like, <laughs> and I don't mean physically. I mean like, like I could be part of like the CIA and shit. Uh-oh. Because you want to like, keep give up me with, a Russian, with what she's give doing. Me a, give, me a, give me a spy. I will. Okay. Okay. Oh, where that, I'm a detective. I am okay. like really, really good at that stuff. Okay. But I, you have to be because otherwise your kid turns out to be an asshole. And that is the number one rule. Your kid cannot be an asshole. That you unleash onto the world. No, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, I mean. That's my legacy? Some asshole in the world? No, no, no. Yeah. I can't have that. Yeah. You know, I have to, that's like the biggest, that's the hardest job is raising somebody to be a really good human being. Because it's so yeah. easy for them to not be. I mean, I think if you have kids, then that that is your number one job. Yeah. Is to, you know, prepare that person to be out in the world and to be a good person and a contributing member of society so that you didn't create some assholes and <laughs> unleash them onto the world. Because that's Well, first of all, we have married and dated some of those, right? And we mm-hmm. know I mean, like, that'll be the fucking day. That yeah. that's my kid. Yeah. You know? It's like, I didn't raise you to. to <laughs> so. Um, well, the other thing is, I will say, okay, if it was a holiday and I didn't call my mother, I, I mean, you, you, you can't even imagine. Even as a 30-some-year-old adult, mm-hmm. if I didn't call my mother on New Year's, on Thanksgiving, on whatever, didn't mm-hmm. matter how many miles apart, I was in so much trouble. You can't even imagine. And I am honestly very much that way. It's Mother's Day. You, I don't give a shit that you don't know how to write letters. You better fucking draw a heart on a card or some shit. Oh. You know, yeah. like, my seven-year-old knows 
you better give me some shit. It is Mother's Day. And it's not because I need something or I want something. It's it's a sign of respect. Yeah. You know, it was just Thanksgiving. And I said, you're going to be with your dad on Thanksgiving. You better make sure you call me because it is Thanksgiving and you have to wish your mother a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he's seven, you know, so like, and I know he doesn't have a phone, right? And okay. it's not like out of his control. So for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, I actually did call his dad. And the first thing he did, he answered, you know, my son answered. And he was like, happy, he said, happy Thanksgiving. And I knew it was because we had this talk. And I said, yeah. you have to make sure. Because if he doesn't treat me with respect, he's definitely not treating some woman with respect. Oh, there you go. That's why I do it. Yeah. Like, hell no. I'm not making right. some woman's life miserable. Creating a little narcissist to right. unleash on, right. on the other. And my daughter, the same way. It was Thanksgiving. She brought me flowers. Like, I didn't ask for that. She's just learned respect. You yeah. know? And I mean, I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. I mean... My parents would have just expected it, mm-hmm. but I am grateful and thankful, and like I give her words of affirmation for it, and mm-hmm. you know it's that's very important. Well, and you said you guys are. are uh, she said you are her best friend, and I think that is like the. I don't know. I don't have kids, so I keep saying all this stuff. I just <laughs> you know this is just my looking but at it from had the, a lot you know, of observation. From, uh, which obs- we'll get observation, to. you know, from the outside, and then you you look at it, and I think that if you raise this person. And growing up, you're not her best friend. She doesn't need you to be her best friend. She needs you to be her parent. And then after she gets to the point where she's she's now on her own and is successful and doing really well, to be able to come back to you and then be your best friend is, I think that says a lot. Like when my, you know, after I, you know, was an adult, like I didn't, I went and I would talk to my parents and we had talked to my dad about sports and like cars and politics and stuff, talk to my mom about different stuff. And then we had a different relationship. We were able to be, we could be friends then, right? right? Because now you've done the job to get me to be a productive person. I'm not an asshole that you at least under <laughs> right. the world. So now we can, we can, can have these friends, discussions. Yeah. We can be friends, yeah. you know? Well, you know, I got to say, I never intended for us to be friends. Mm-hmm. It was never even like a goal. It was just mm-hmm. like, I it just will morphed make into that. sure yeah. you're a good person and, like, my intent was never in to be like, okay, we're going to be friends and I'm going to, you know, be this young mother with this, you know, friend mm-hmm. sort of. No, like, I never saw it that way. I'm like, even as an adult kid, I still sometimes lay into her because I'm like, sorry, I'm your mom. I'm supposed to be annoying and I'm supposed to make sure you're doing the right thing at all times. Yeah. And, like, I'm still, we're, we're just never, to me. You're I, always going to be her mom. I'm always going to be her Absolutely, mom. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, we have great moments and we have great Friendship, we do have a great sort of friendship, but it's different. It's a different level. I, I guess I'm saying it's a different level than when you were parent and child and you needed yes. to have, you know, create that structure and sometimes discipline her and sometimes, you know, point her in the right direction. As an adult, it, you know, at least with my parents, that the relationship took on a different yes. meaning. It wasn't like me, I, you know, I need this or I'm in trouble or you need to tell me what to do. It's just like, hey, how, how are you doing? What's going on with that? Let's, did you see that thing? Did you watch that yeah. Bulls game or, you know, or well, whatever? Well, they did their job. They, they did their job. They yeah. their feet up and be like, yeah. hey. Look, look what I did. How's life? Yeah. <laughs> right, you know. But that's also, I think, part of it is the if your intent is to be friends with your child, you're going, you've already failed. The cool mom. Yeah. You've I want to be the cool mom. you already failed. Yeah, because you want to be their friend. They got a shit ton of friends. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I have and a you're shit not, ton of friends. And you're, and you're, I don't need right. you. 
And I didn't and go through you, all that bullshit and diaper changing and right. freaking up two two times at night feeding you to be your friend. Like shit, I could go find a friend easy. Right, and I if you're that. if you're the cool mom, as because you want to fit in with her and her friends, yeah, you, you have could be a bigger friend. problem. I got well, you got bigger problems, and I got guarantee you, you're not at the top of the list of friends. No. <laughs> If you are, that's... Because there's lots of shit you're not invited to and shit she's not telling you. But there's only one person that can be that kid's parent, that could be that kid's mom or be that kid's dad. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe you could have step-parents, but, you know, that's a special well, situation. Yeah. But, you know, there's you, you, you were the only person that was going to be your daughter's mom. Right. You know, and that was way more important than being her friend because she's got a ton of those. Exactly. It's the, it is a really, really... I kind of sound like I know what I'm talking about. You do. Right? I love yeah, that. Yeah, okay. But you know what? Here's the thing. You and I... Mm-hmm. Have been. I've been in the fitness business for 21 years. How long have you been? Oh my God! Uh, I'm gonna add this up. I know. 25? Uh, what would you say? 27. Oh, 27 years. Okay. H- how long have you been in? 21. And I'm not as old as you. Yeah, and yeah, that's <laughs> why I started before you. So You're, okay, so you and I so, have been in and out of people's homes, training people. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, we both like that's not our. Main thing, but you know what I mean? We have been mm-hmm. in and out of people's homes, training yeah. people. And yeah. you get to see, it is actually fascinating because you get to go into, I don't do this anymore. I know you still do. Yeah. But I have been into people's houses and been like, get me the hell out of here. I want to I train in my own studio. Like where I can control the environment. I don't have to deal with your children. I don't have mm-hmm. to deal with your husband or wife, you know, or the nanny or whatever the hell is going on in that house. But when you step foot into someone's house and train them, you get a glimpse into, it's almost like walking oh. into a reality show. Oh, so it's reality. I mean, so, you know, I go to people's homes and train them. And, well, well I get to keep all the money. And also, they have no excuse for not showing up to training. Because it's like, well, I came to your yeah. house. So unless there's, you know, some sort unless of. Unless you're it's dead. Not, it's, there's yeah, no it's like, reason there's, for you not to be up. Yeah, yeah and then, it, you know, that I'll have the overhead and all those sorts of things. But so I don't I don't I don't mind it. And then over the years, I've seen so much stuff that I just sort of I go oh You're that, I, I go that that may as well happen. I was but this one uh, neighbor I was training, and so I'm you know I'm at their house, and um, the the mom is like you know telling this kid you know go and and change your clothes because the kid likes you know these clothes or whatever. And the mom's like you keep you wore those and and the kid doesn't want to change them. And and the mom's working out and the kid's like just standing there. You know, he's like, won't, you know, won't go. And the mom is like, well, you know, you got to go change your clothes. And the the kid's just standing there, you know, and the kid's got, you know, uh, it's like swinging this, <laughs> the mom's on the, on the floor doing crunches and the kid's got this, this toy bat that he's swinging around. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom goes, we don't hit. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. So the mom's doing crunches, the kid's. Standing over, like like swinging this like, bat, like yeah, like, like, like yeah, like yeah. be careful, bitch. Right, yeah, like, this it, just might yeah, hit you. Yeah, and um, so finally, uh, the the kid, <laughs> mom's like count one, two, three, four. <laughs> I'm gonna count to five. Oh, five, huh? Yeah. Okay. Five. Will you just go in and change your clothes? You know, so he's going to think you don't listen to me, you know? And I'm like, I'm just standing there like, you know, this may as well happen. Right. You know, and finally, I don't know, for some reason, the kid goes and, and, and changes and then comes back and the mom's like, thank you. 
Now, there, there is no world that, as a kid, there's no world where I thought I would ever think to defy my mother like that, to go, go, go change your clothes. Yes, ma'am. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and I would be gone, you if know. If you paused for more than three seconds, I mean, you, right? Oh, oh my God, yeah. What did, what did I tell you to do? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go right now. I mean, there is no world where I would think, to, or to even think to swing something around to sort of like threaten my mom. Right. My mom was like small, but she would, she didn't take shit. And that's and that's kind of I think coming back to like what we talked about before. If she can't control me, and then I get out into the world, what is your teacher expected to do? Right. This is this is normal to you to not listen to authority figures. So how how is it? Well, the teacher can't get. Why didn't because you you don't teach that kid that at home. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah, yeah if the kid's not listening to the parent. Why is the kid yeah. going to listen to anybody else? Absolutely. So I have a really. It, this reminds me of a funny story. Okay. I trained I trained this woman mm-hmm. at her home, and again, I don't love doing. I did never loved going to people's homes. It was mm-hmm. just a like this was out of my element. I want I, I want to control my own environment. Okay. And I was like, you know what. This is worth it. I'm going to go do this. It was yeah. a referral. I was like, this woman would have paid anything for me to come to her house. And I'm wow. like, wow, okay. All right, I can't Does she pass still it need up. a trainer? <laughs> 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 so, this little girl, maybe maybe like two years old, she's, I'm walking into this house, you know, and she's like, um, no, no, Miss Constance. And the mother's like, I'm, I'm sorry, you, you can't come in. Now, I'm freezing fucking cold in a effing blizzard. Wow. Okay. It is snowing and I can't come in because the two-year-old said no. And she's like, um, okay, can she come in now? Like, we need to work out. And can can Miss Constance come in? And so finally this little girl's like, okay. She okays it. Okay. And I otherwise you'd still be in. standing in the cold. Now I am gritting my teeth and I am thinking, like, this is obscene. Like, I don't get paid enough. And and mind you, I'm getting paid a lot. Okay. Okay. But this is still not enough. Triple this is not enough for me to stand outside and listen to this two-year-old dictate yeah. what I'm going to do, right? Yeah. So I get inside. And this happened many, many, many times. This is just mm-hmm. one instance. And the little girl, I, we have to go down in the, you know, in the basement to work out. The little girl doesn't want me to go down. So I have to stay upstairs until the little girl is ready for me to go downstairs. And then the mother is like, is it okay now? Is it okay now? Can, you know, can she come down now? And finally, I'm approved. After, oh, this is like 20 minutes into the session. Like, mm-hmm. I've been standing outside. Now I'm standing upstairs, waiting. I'm, we're wasting time. I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding? Finally get downstairs. Okay, now we can work out. But the little girl wants to stay in the mother's arms. So now I have to I have to program the workout with the little girl as a weight. So <laughs> I'm like, here's me. Like, this is normal. This is normal. Nothing to see here. Okay, let's squat and press with her. So she's squatting and pressing. Well, the little girl doesn't like that. Okay, let's lunge and just swing her around. I'm ready to take a baseball bat to this kid's head. <laughs> like I don't, I can't work like this. This is unbelievable. So we get through the session, you know, and then I, I'm not allowed to leave yet because the little girl oh, you, hasn't oh, approved not, it. Not only can you not come in without her permission, oh, no, I can't. You leave. can't leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm just her trying permission. to be like, okay, this is so. She's so cute. We are. This is so cute. I. I, I don't know how long that lasted, but let's just say it didn't last very long. I couldn't, I couldn't even watch something like that happen because I'm thinking to myself, 
that would be the day that, number one, I would ever think about dictating to my parents what Mm -hmm. they were and weren't going to do, you know, and somebody, a guest in my home. And secondly, that'd be the day that my kid, I would ever let my kids do that. It was so interesting. Okay, so here's how I look at it. So you, I come to your house, your kid doesn't let me in for 15, 20 minutes. Oh. That's your time that you bought. Right. Okay, so if you want a 40-minute workout instead of an hour workout, then that, and are you're okay with that. Okay, you're okay with that? Okay, well, fine. That's what's going to happen. Now, where I would have the problem is when it's time to leave. It's like, okay, yeah, quit fucking around. Yeah. I got to go. I got, I got other places to go. So I played along with this for yeah. right now, but <laughs> I'm sorry. This shit yeah, is Yeah, they run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got to go. That is the epitome of having zero control over your children. When mm-hmm. you say no, when you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No means, no means no. And your kids know if you're wavering on the no, you know? Yeah. So there are so many kids out there that they're like, they're, they're like a little, they, you make one concession and they know it. And they see, like, they, they know are, how far they can go. They know how far they see the holes, they see your weaknesses, and they are those masters at trying to get in there. So, when, like, for me, when I parent, no means absolutely no. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll dare my kid. I'm like, I dare, I dare you. I dare you to say it one more time. <laughs> so, the other day, we're, this was, well, not the other day, but we were, um, we were trick or treating. And my 21-year-old daughter thinks it's funny when my son swears, right? So okay. he's like, he's singing. Now he wants to perform for my daughter, you know? And he's like. Okay. She's egging him on. She, so I said something. I said, we need to go home and see what the sitch is with the, with the candy. And he goes, what? And I said, sitch, like situation, you know? And he goes, sitch, sitch, S, 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 take the S and put a B. It's bitch. And he makes a song. And I'm like, wow. uh, no. Uh, no, no, no. We don't say bitch because that's a swear word. And he's mm-hmm. like, you say it all the time. I'm like, yeah, well, I am a grown adult. And when you're a grown adult, you can say bitch all the time too. But right now, yeah. you're not allowed to say bitch. Okay. Yeah. And he's sweet, singing the song, singing the song. I mean, and I got to be honest, Ellie, it's a, it's a little funny. And my daughter thinks it's hysterical. And now I'm getting more and more mad. So I'm like, one more time. I dare you to sing that song one more time. Screens are going to be gone for a week. And I am like, like, I actually feed off of that. Like, I'm like, mm, do <laughs> it one more time. I can't wait to show you how miserable you're going to be for a week. Because in our house, screens are a big deal. It's a privilege okay. to have a screen. Mm-hmm. There are very many, there are rules to the screens. You don't do it during dinner. You don't do screens at the, in the um, car. You do it at home or my, you know, my son comes to work with me. He can watch screens at work. Mm-hmm. And it's a limit. There's always a time limit. So if you lose that privilege, because it's like the only thing that he really like loves, yeah. then you are so screwed and you're so miserable. And like, I love it because I'm like, this kid will never do this again because yeah. he's so miserable. Without the screens. Yes. Like this is, he's learned his lesson, right? And I yeah. will not give in for anything. I mean, it'll make my life a living hell. Because now you got to entertain it. <laughs> because I have to listen to, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. It's so easy as a parent to just be like, all right, like. You can earn it back or, mm-hmm. all right, just 30 minutes instead of, you know, the whole day. No. But then there's no real consequence there's to There's no consequence. The and then your kid's an asshole. Well, <clears throat> like I've, I've, I've heard parents say, well, I can't take their phone away. They need to 
be able to call me if something goes wrong. I'm like, well, get him a fucking flip phone. You know, those phone or or the what's the phone call where you can just there's like four buttons. There's like a picture of a house. There's oh, a picture yeah. of fire. Yeah. <laughs> there's a picture of like a police badge. And there's a picture of an ambulance. What's it, is it jitterbug or I don't whatever, know what something? That is. I don't even know. They have them for kids and they have them for old people. So awesome. you just you have like four numbers. It's like he can call home, tell me that he needs a ride, or tell me that something happened, or tell me that you know he's in trouble. Kids don't. You don't. They don't have to have an iPhone. See, do you know I am I am like a horrible. I really am. This is where my parents come into play. I'm going to tell okay. you right now because uh-huh. I like you know I'm this podcast isn't about me being an amazing parent. I'm going to tell you my flaws. Okay. Here's what I would do. You're like, you'll get an iPhone when you I'd can pay like, for it. You lost your phone, and now you got to walk home from school, and I hope nobody fucking steals you. <laughs> God help you. You better pray the entire walk from home from school to home, because if somebody <laughs> steals you, that's it. Do you know what sex slavery is? Do oh. you know? I mean, I would go oh. into... Oh. And that is why... My Catholic guilt would play into this, and my parenting, my old, my. Wait, you've never said this. No, but I'm just telling you what I think I'd say. If you were like your parents. Well, no, 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 no. This is me. Okay. Actual me. Constantly. Okay. Oh, but the Catholic guilt keeps you from if saying. If my this. kid was like, I can't, you can't take my iPhone because what if I get into a situation? I'd be like, well, you better fucking hope you don't get into a situation because if somebody, some van pulls up and pulls you out. Yeah. You're fucked. And I hope you learn your lesson. When you're in that van, you think about what you did wrong and how you lost your iPhone okay. and how this is your fault. Okay. So, so again, just, just yeah. you know, it sounded like you, at first, I it sounded like this. you had done this. No, okay. No, so, I just, you just, It's you know. not beneath me. Okay. It's not, it's not beneath you. I'm just telling um, you, you're, you just gave the example of somebody who's like, well, they need their iPhone. Yeah. Well, this is where my mind would go. I mean, I mean, so, I mean. I don't know, we're getting off topic here, but some of these kids don't need phones because they don't know what to do with them. And they end up like, you know, posting something on Instagram or Facebook or something. They aren't all uh, equipped to to be able to have that kind of power. Well, parents don't want to take away some of the, let's just say, privileges that these kids have because it does affect their life. Me not letting my kid watch a screen for a week, which we've done, we've done a week detox. Mm-hmm. My life, I want. I'm like, oh my god, where I can't wait. Oh, it's for hard on you too. It is so hard on me. Same thing, you know. You're worried about your kid walking home from school. They don't have an iPhone because they lost it. I mean, I get it, but you know what? You have to sometimes take. You have to deal with the repercussions yourself and know that, like, this teaches them though cause and effect. Oh my god, you know what this is? What? It's like when parents respect their kids and they go, "This hurts me as much as it hurts you." <laughs> so. You take the screen away. It's like that. It's just this like hurts that. Me, this hurts me more than it hurts I'd you. rather beat the shit out of you because then I wouldn't have to be entertained and dealing with you all week. But you know what's funny? You take something away like that, mm-hmm. like screens or whatever it is, mm-hmm. these kids find shit to do. I'm like, well, you haven't pulled that toy out in a week. But yeah, now that like, you know you don't have like a screen. He's like sculpting and painting. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. Playing the violin. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually good for them. Okay. Because they're resourceful. And most kids don't know how to be bored. And so when they are, ever, parents are so afraid that their kids are going to be bored. Do you know, how bored were you as a kid? How bored was, I, I, mean, well, I was never bored. And then you the, never the, the felt thing, like I'm bored. You never just like. I mean, there were times I felt like I was bored. I would never tell my, my parents <laughs> I was bored. I'd be like, oh, you're, you're going to clean the basement. 
There's lots of things. There's lots okay, of things so you, you can do. Okay, so you were bored. You didn't voice it. Yeah, you don't voice that. Yeah. Mom, I'm, I would, I'd, I'd never told my mom, mom, I'm bored. <laughs> I, oh, man, I got something for you to do. <laughs> there's, there's always lots to do. That's amazing. I mean, if anything, you'd sit around acting like you're busy. What are you right. doing? Oh, I'm doing stuff. <laughs> very busy. I'm very busy. Very Get out of here. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> That is amazing. I, I, but I, now I, parents are so, you know, I mean, I raised a child, my 21-year-old, without any screens. We didn't have that. I uh-huh. mean, I feel so old saying that, but we didn't have screens. Yeah. And so she would sit through my classes. Do you remember when I would teach classes and she would come with me? I oh, yeah. Remember. Well, I remember you, you brought her in a little uh, carrier. Yes. I remember you brought her to my classes. In yeah. The- I'd be like, sit here. I need to take this step class, kid. Yeah. Um, she would sit there during class. I'd be like, I have to work. And she would, bored. Like, there was no, you can't be bored. I'm, I'm working. I need to make, do you want to eat? You like food? Sit there. Yeah. And she would eat her goldfish and stare at everybody while they did their class. Sometimes I taught a couple classes, trained a couple people. And And, and this is at the time you're, you're working there and then you're going to work at the restaurant. Yeah. Right. So you're like, she didn't come to the restaurant. No, no, I'm not saying, but 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 you're like, they're bored. What? You you know, all all the stuff I got to do to. Keep you no. fed and keep a roof she, over your she head. She never complained to me about. She never complained about being bored, and she was an only child, mm-hmm. and she didn't have. We didn't have screens, uh, but it was okay. coloring books, and like there are things that kids can do without screens. You yeah. know? Oh, absolutely. There are times that like I go to restaurants and I see people with their kids, and I get it. I do get it. There are you have no idea how hard it is. I want to give my kid a screen and be like, shut the fuck up. Sit here and let me enjoy look my at this meal. iPad, yeah. While I have a couple cocktails and enjoy my meal. But that is, you're missing out. Like, I mean, I don't know. You're missing out on a family dinner. You know, you're missing out on sharing information and talking. Yeah. And I'm sorry, being bored. I used to sit at dinners. My parents would go out. I remember there was a place in the neighborhood. Dinner would start at 6 p.m. No one gave a shit at that point if we had a bedtime. My parents <laughs> would drag us there. We had to look amazing and cute and I had to wear these fucking dresses and gloves and like I had to have my hair a certain way and we had to be the like quintessential family and my parents would sit there and drink and dance and I would have to sit there I mean I was exhausted I wanted to go to bed bored I I couldn't be bored I was tired I needed sleep and my parents were like we're not done yet you sit here and you wait until we're finished and I think nowadays that might be child abuse because I don't think you can take your kids to like a Dinner bar. slash bar slash yeah. dancing. Give them a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smoke up. I'm gonna go hit the dance floor. No, uh, well, you yeah. know, I mean, that, I think that's kind of an extreme example. But I think, you know, at a certain, I mean, at a certain age, I mean, kids, I think maybe you can't expect them to understand how to control themselves. But then, at a certain point, that's how you learn to get along in the world. I think. Right. I mean. I mean, I don't know if I'm, you can. No, I think you're right. Because because if you don't learn that, if you don't start to learn that as a child, at at what point do you learn that? You're not going to magically learn that at 15 years old if nobody's ever tried to teach you that beforehand, right? Well, let me ask you this. Are you ever bored at work? Ever bored at work. Don't lie. Are you ever bored at work? See, well, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this, like, when, when I'm at work, I'm always working. So I don't, I don't have like a. It wasn't like when I had a corporate job and you might have a meeting and this okay. thing you got to get done okay. and you're bored in between. Like right. if I'm, I'm not at a place if I'm not working. 
if, if that right. makes sense. Okay, but sometimes you're bored at work, right? It's a slow time. It's like either you got a break and you're like, oh, this is boring. Sometimes you're bored at a dinner party. Have you yeah. ever been bored at a dinner party? Oh, I've been bored lots of places. Right? I've been bored way back. But I had to get my license uh, update. I moved. I got to get my address changed. You don't just pull out your phone and at the, start at fucking the DMV. around, right? I'm not, I'm sometimes I'm bored of a conversation. I don't just yeah. pull my phone out and be like, oh, sorry. Like some, I need to be entertained. Right. And I feel like that a lot of times is we we are teaching our kids to be stim- constantly stimulated. It's yeah. like, but they have to learn that sometimes things are boring. Sometimes and and you sometimes you got to roll with that. Right. Everything's not going to be excited and geared toward you and revolve around you. Right. Exactly. And I think that that is, so I think when you're parenting, you know, um, constantly having to entertain your kids is not one of your jobs. I think being consistent and following through with um, cause and effect is really important. And Consequences I, for actions and boundaries and, and that sort and of And sticking through with those. And, st- and sticking with them. I mean, if you don't. And not relenting because, oh, my God, I'm so tired of having to uh, watch this kid not have a screen. Right. And lastly, I think that truly loving your kid the way that they need to be loved is really difficult, Mm -hmm. you know. But, I mean, I'm I'm very much words of affirmation, and I'm very much physical touch. And my son— doesn't give a shit about either of those. <laughs> he wants to spend quality time doing stupid shit that I think is really dumb. Like, let's take these superheroes and, like, get them to fight. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, this isn't even fun. Like, why are we doing this? You don't say that to him, but you do it because you I know, I, understand well, that's his like, love language. This seems a little bit, is there some other game we can maybe play that doesn't involve superheroes knocking each other down? Because I'm a girl, and I don't understand what that means. And he's, oh, so, I don't know how to play that stuff. Like, to yeah. me, that's weird. You know, yeah. I'm like, can we play house? <laughs> oh I'm really good at that game. Well, okay, so here, here's a question for you. So your your kids are different. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you my teriyaki theory of people? Yes, but tell tell. But you don't, tell the you don't Teriyaki is good on chicken, but not good on fish. Was that? Am I right? Oh, you don't listen to me. <laughs> All right, so you can you you have a, a way you can have like a way that you raise your your kid or values or, or or that sort of thing and and i guess the example is this you can have a piece of fish uh, that's what i said you, there was you, a but, piece of fish involved okay go ahead you, you you were so and a piece of chicken right is it chicken yeah there's and and other and meat you could put teriyaki on it and it tastes different is that what? Yeah, you but you kind of butchered it. <laughs> okay, you okay. say it. You can have a piece of chicken, mm-hmm. a piece of fish, piece of beef, piece of pork, and you can put teriyaki seasoning on all of those. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was sauce. Okay. See, you you don't. You don't it's like you don't. <laughs> I got the me. details wrong, but I got the. Gist. So you can all put right. teriyaki seasoning or sauce. It could yeah. be it could be okay, sauce fine. on all of those, and you're gonna go, oh, that's teriyaki seasoning. Okay. But you're not gonna eat that piece of chicken and mistake it for a piece of fish. Yeah. Right? You're not going to eat that beef and mistake it for pork. I mean, you're going to know the difference between all those. And so when you have, I think, you know, people come here and you can have, you know, your values that you give them in in your upbringing, but there's aspects of their personality that you don't control. So your kids are not the same. Right. Right? 
that's not because of you. There's aspects of them that they came here with, you know, temperament, personality, whatever you want to call it. And you can, you know, have your values that you try to instill, but still they're going to be different and they're going to express those things in different ways. So you have, as, as much as you give them the values, mm-hmm. they're still going to be different right. and it's going to look different at the end of the day. That's true. But yeah. just for the record, I said the exact same thing about the chicken and the salmon or fish. I basically said that. I mean, okay. And, and I'll leave it to people who are listening <laughs> to listen to your explanation I, and see if it's the same thing. Exact same. Exact same. Ex- exact same? Exactly. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. It's, I'm just shaking my head right now. All right. All right. So where are we leaving this? Basically, uh, you know what? Don't raise a bunch of assholes. <laughs> I mean, right. Be, yeah. But yeah. Think so, about... Think about think about what you are unleashing into the world. If yes. you if you <laughs> I'm sorry, I've had enough in my life. I can't I can't handle anymore. Like yeah. don't unleash that to somebody else. Please. Right. Yeah. Just I beg of you. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. All right. So for, fit to be tied. I'm Constance. I'm Jerome. And we'll see you next time. Bye.